Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Nobody's Listening to This Music Podcast podcast. I'm Andrew. And I'm Eric. And today, we're talking about skags. Skags. Two um, S's at the end there. They're from Australia. Yep, Australia. Australia, mate! Yeah! And they're... Was I doing an Australian thing last week when... Yeah, you before did. I before I told you about this band, or was yeah, I because, doing it because North Lane is also Australian? Oh, gotcha. Australia I think that's month, what dude. led you to give me this band, possibly. I think so. Yeah, because we were just talking about Australian bands. Yeah. So immediately, right out of the gate, I'm gonna just start comparing this to other things that I've heard. Yeah. Waves. Yeah, yeah. Waves is a thing that I'm getting a lot of here. Yeah, sure. Valid. Yeah, um, I bet. I think that's sort of my in into this type of thing is is waves. I feel like they're more surfy. Pretty pretty in these line. These guys with the, are more surfy, or yeah. waves is more surfy. I think skags. Okay. Because they also, I guess it's sort of extracurricular or whatever. But um, they have uh, there. There's a past mem- member who is a professional surfer, Whoa. and the, yep, yep. And the bass player films videos for a surf magazine that I enjoy following. Is that um, Surf Magazine? No, it's a uh, Stab. It's like a hip one. Stab is hip. A while back, you were just like, you should follow Surf Magazine, and I did, and I have an unfollowed, so I just, like, follow a Surf Magazine. Oh, yeah. For, like, no fucking reason. I don't know. Do you enjoy the content, or you just kind of slide by it? A lot of the stuff, so sometimes I kind of forget that I follow them, and most of the time, I think I just think it's GoPro videos, like, from the GoPro account. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, that's a pretty cool GoPro video, but then it turns out it's, like, Surf. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, surfers by nature are v- environmentalists, so a lot of the stuff uh-huh. is just like very keep the beaches clean, and I—that's I, something that I can support. So yeah, yeah, that's nice, universal. Um, but yeah, so I think so. I got into Skeggs maybe like five years ago, um, and that was through. Cool guy like, alert. Cool guy, cool. Dude, check me out. Dude, I, I, I know about this band for forever, dude. I knew about this band before they knew about themselves. Um, I gave but, them the name. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I came up with that. Um, but so I, I definitely like heard them on a surf video or saw them on that website or whatever. Um, but so I, it's funny, like, I remember it was a time where I was, like, really, I was, like, what just, <laughs> I, did you just fall I almost, or something? Yeah, I just almost ate shit pretty bad. because uh, I had it, another window open, and then when I clicked back to the, to the Discord, <laughs> no way. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, so I Andrew, have this. <laughs> Andrew just pulled out a poster. That's a picture of New Zealand. And on the bottom, in, in meme font, it says, New Zealand, like Lord of the Rings. It is, in fact, the exact poster that Murray has okay. behind his desk in Flight of Very the Very good. Very good. 
I like that it's official. Bought it on um, Etsy. Thought it was going to be poster <laughs> size. Came at fucking 9 by 11. That sucks, dude. <laughs> um, but but so I, I, I was listening to this band a lot when I was like, it was like every day before work, I'd go to the skate park or like try to surf a lot and stuff. Um, and it just coincidentally with this new... Um, this new the, the the secondary lockdown we got going on over here i've just mm. been skating and surfing a whole bunch so uh it's a i guess makes sense that i got back into them around around this time when i'm getting all rad in my day-to-day life you know yeah i could yeah the way that i played this uh album uh-huh. as i told you earlier or their entire discography rather mm-hmm. uh is i woke up this morning Yep. Slapped in the headphones. There you go. Sat on the couch and played through some Tony Hawk Pro Skater One. So good. On the new release. Uh huh. On the on the old X Bone. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And I listened to the whole thing, top to bottom. Very skate music. Yeah, very much so. It. Uh, I didn't feel like I was missing anything by not listening to the. Uh, in-game music. Nice. Other than, so the, the, other than the fact that I missed like some Public Enemy and like right. some Slayer here and there, but like, uh huh. You yeah. know, you win some, you lose some. Yeah, you know, it'll, it'll still be there. Uh, let's talk about Tony Hawk for for the rest of the time now. So, um, <laughs> I love Tony Hawk. It's really good. This is th- this new Tony Hawk double re-release, whatever, is the first game I've bought in like. I could honestly the first time I've spent money on a video game probably since Skyrim. And um, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh and I'd say it's a good purchase because yeah. not I would say out of the time that we've been friends yeah. I've been better than you at video games. We'll say a solid 95 to 96% of the time. Yes. Yes. Uh and you made I'm a just fool notoriously of me. bad at games. Yeah, you made a fool of me <laughs> online in Tony Hawk Pro Skater One. Uh huh. Maybe I made a fool of myself because uh-huh. technically I was coming in last place. Right. You did make me look good though. Yeah, you did. You were like placing. Sometimes you would place just the place above me, but a good portion uh-huh. of the time you were placing like fifth, sixth, uh-huh. second. I don't think you got yeah. a first place. You got real close a couple of times there. I think there was a couple spots, a couple times I sat at first for like a minute or two, but yeah. Then there was, then there's the dudes who are getting like a million points on like dude, two point two million point combos. Yeah. Like, come on, man, just relax a little. Just like this game is the epitome of sit with your friends, yeah. and skate around. Just there, I never thought I'd see sweat. Right in Tony Hawk, like I thought the sweat stayed in Call of Duty and yeah, yeah, for real. You know, uh-huh. all, all the places that I'm used to seeing them, but uh, no, yeah, they've migrated their way directly. Uh huh. Absolutely. Over, <laughs> over to the old uh, Tony Hawk, the THPS. Have you bro- have you broken into um? Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2 yet, or are you still playing 1? 
No, yeah, I'm just rocking on one. I'm, I think I'm just going to go, you know, because you could just click over to two if you wanted, right? Yeah, when you open the game, you can just click on Tony Hawk yeah. Pro Skater. Or maybe when you start the playlist. Right, right. You yeah. can, I think that's when you're supposed to do it. But, yeah, I haven't played Tony Hawk 2 either. Yeah. Did you, how far did you get in the campaign? Uh, I just beat the, uh... The competition, the first competition. Okay, I think I'm a. Le- I got down. Remember that downhill one we did online on? Yeah, I got there. So I think it goes competition, think- Minneapolis, and oh then yeah, the downhill sorry. Place. Yeah, I was playing Minneapolis today. Yeah, but so I'm I, one ahead of that. Yeah, I made a custom skater. Oh, cool! I gotta so- do that. So I was going around through all the levels and collecting the skill points. Oh, that's what the skill points are for. You, yeah, you can add them to your to your guy. Oh. So I was going around collecting skill points to add to my guy. I gotcha. Because, yeah, I keep collecting those, and it's like one of four skill points. And I'm like, what does that do? Yeah, it, that's what it you does. can put another dot next to your guy. Does your guy wear cargo pants? My guy wears a full Adidas tracksuit. Oh, uh, wow. Has a mullet and a mustache. Uh-huh. So it's you. You made yours. A little bit, yeah. I mean, (laughs) you. there wasn't a point in Uh the character creation where you can make him short and fat. So I had a very (laughs) hard time, like, making myself. So it's just like, I guess it's like me if I lost a ton of weight and my jaw got real square. Nice, nice. That's hilarious, dude. It's funny. I remember when I was playing, like, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater, like, as a kid, like, on PlayStation 1. Yeah. Uh, it was, like, maybe, like, 2002 or something. And, like, yeah, cargo pants were the move. And then, uh, like, baggy clothes and um, whatever. But then then I remember by the time I got to, like, uh, Underground 2, yeah. it was, like, then I, then, I was, uh, then I would rock skinny jeans. Of course. So after, once I got there, I was all skinny jeans all the time on my character creation. But yeah, that's the thing I'm, that me and you were talking about too. Pants now. That we were saying this Tony Hawk Pro Skater One and Two is very cool, and I'm very excited yeah. that they did it. But uh-huh. we need an underground One and Two yeah. re-release. Yeah, I'm hoping that this is doing pretty well so far, and that they'll kind of just go through the go through the gamut. Yeah, I can't ex- I can't imagine they spent a ton of money making this game. Yeah, it's the mechanics are already built. It's the yeah, it already exists. There was no brainstorming the the game mechanics. They kind of plucked out a yeah. plucked out of the old games, and they just kind of remastered everything. The game right. acts like physically exactly the same. They didn't exactly change the same, like yeah. any of the physics. You it's can like st- yeah, they just put a new skin on. You can still do the like the stupid like you. Like the spine transfers that are just like you're in the air and then you immediately turn 90 degrees. Do, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And you're just like, dink. That's hilarious. And then um, you could be falling down at nine perpendicular to the rail that you want to grind, hit Y uh-huh. at the right time, and your guy snaps and then to the rail. Yeah, yeah. So, like, uh-huh. it's not like they really tried. No. I really like this song. This one's uh, Heart Attack. On the end of uh, 50 push-ups for a dollar Yeah I like This one's cool It's like um, It's almost like an acoustic song But it's just 
guitar and bass with vocals. Like, there's just no drums on it. Um, yeah. I think I'm going to rip that off soon. <laughs> nice. I yeah. love seeing things and being like, I'm going to rip that off. Yeah. Because it's basically just, just the idea of any other song I've written, I just don't try to add drums to it. Pretty much. Yeah. There's <laughs> recently, when I'm trying to write metalcore stuff, I've uh-huh. just been like going back in time to like older stuff and being like what did I like about this so much right right and then just like distilling what I liked about it uh-huh. and then trying to first I'll figure out the guitar part and yeah. figure out like what the intervals are that they used and go right 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 oh this is how you play something like this now uh-huh. let me make something that's similar yeah but different We'll change the key up a little. Right. I feel like what I've been doing is, um, I may have even said this on the last episode, but the way I've been trying to write recently is like, I'll basically like kind of play along or I'll listen to something. Mm-hmm. I, ha- I have like this, uh, you know, a playlist of stuff that I've been like into that I'm like, I want to do similar stuff to. And then I'll play along to that and then uh, just kind of like jam on it. And then I'll like, you know, think of like chords that maybe could come in a different part of the song or whatever and like kind of just extrapolate from an existing thing or like Mm -hmm. write a lead over that that doesn't exist already and then I'm like okay well now this is my lead and it happens to go with some chords I like and then kind of work backwards from there yeah I feel stealing it's it's funny how open we are about our music writing process because anybody Uh else that's listening to this probably also writes music in a very similar way and they don't realize uh-huh. it and they're yeah, like yeah, yeah. that just sounds like those guys are stealing music <laughs> yeah absolutely I mean, listen anybody who's looking down on us in disappointment everything uh-huh. is derivative of something chill out yeah yeah very much so um hey that thing that you wrote sounds a lot like that caveman that was banging rocks together absolutely it does I feel like I'm just, I've always been the worst at like playing something and being like, nah, can't use it. This is that. Like I can just immediately be like, nah, these are the chords of that song. Or this is like that melody that already exists. So lately I've just been trying to embrace that and be like, all right, sounds kind of like that thing. Let's listen to that thing and get some ideas from it. Right. That's so funny. Yeah. This, um, this first song on... Everyone is good at something. Yeah, we switched EPs here. So this is, uh, yeah, everyone's good at something. Really, really reminds me of, like, uh, I'm even hesitant to say it. Uh-oh, uh-oh. Like a really goofy pop, or like a goofy local pop punk band. Sure. Are you thinking of somebody specifically that you're avoiding naming or in general? Yeah, I'm thinking of somebody very specific. Okay, okay, okay. I don't want to out them. They probably aren't a band anymore, but uh huh. I don't want to be mean. Yeah, we'll, I, we, we'll, me, I'll figure you, it out off mic. Me, you, uh, Zach, everybody who's been part of the local scene uh-huh. has seen like 30 bands try to do this. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then we've just been like, ugh. Like, oh, uh-huh. looks like somebody watched Scott Pilgrim and was like, anybody can start a band. Okay. I kind of think I can imagine the one band you're talking about. And I, if it is, 
I did not. I was not into it. <laughs> this is a lot. I couldn't. I couldn't even tell you a name if you wanted me to. But um, I do. I can remember like, yeah, one band that really reminded me of the of Sex Bomb from uh, Scott Pilgrim. It's just like bands are like, oh, wait, none of these guys knew how to play music, and then they played music. Right. Right. And it's just like okay, I can get away with that. I really like this song Mustang because he like talks about guitars. That's pretty doesn't cool. happen much. Yeah, like a Mustang. Nice. It just sounds like he's gonna have like a chill weekend on tour. Or something. I feel like we talk about this very often, but there's part of me that like wants to buy short scale Fender guitars. Right. But I unfortunately already own a short scale Fender guitar. Uh huh. And I don't want to buy. Redundant. I don't want to buy another one, but at the same time, like I sort of want a Mustang. Yeah, we gotta. One day we're just gonna buck up, and we'll both we'll both buy Mustangs together. Next time I'm in town, what's we'll the go, uh, other one? Duo Sonic is that the? That's like one of those. Yeah, it's like I think those existed a while ago, and then they like re-released them for the like they did a whole Offset series like a couple years ago. Yeah, that's like one of those things where like Fender just kind of recycles their body shapes and calls it a different guitar just put different pickups in it yeah and it's that is funny where like you Jaguar, could have a les paul with Master. p90s or you could have a les paul with humbuckers and that's what you say but yeah with fender guitars it's like yeah dependent on the pickups almost i can understand how fender would do it with the jaguar and the jazz master because generally the circuitry is different right there's all the switches and all that yeah like a ja- like a a Jaguar has the three switches on the bottom yeah. Yeah, and yeah. the pickup selector. Uh-huh. No, no pickup selector because these are the pickup selectors. Then the right, knobs. Right, right. Then like uh, the volume and tone and then the rollers. The rollers. That's nuts to me. Are those tone controls? I think they call them lead circuit controls. Do you have those? Yeah. Oh, wow. They're lead circuit controls. So the top so, switch is the pickup selector there for you. Well, this is the lead circuit control right here. Oh. And this is the pickup selector. Oh. So neck, middle, both. Or no, yeah. neck, both, uh, bridge. Right. Volume, tone. Uh-huh. And then I have these turned down all the way. Yeah. And this is a kill switch for me. Okay, that's what I was thinking, like, because, yeah, if you if you have the pickup selected, then... Right, but these add higher, high-end and low-end to, huh. like, a preamp in the guitar, like a passive preamp, so then you switch... That's a lot. You switch this on, uh-huh. and then your that's your lead circuit. Gotcha. Okay, like a little boost or something. Sort of, yeah. It's more like just an EQ difference. Gotcha. Um, but that's that's cool. Yeah, one time, uh, okay. Jesse explained that to me, and uh-huh. I was just like, "That's too much, dude." Yeah, <laughs> it took <laughs> me like sitting down with it and like figuring it yeah. out myself. I I tried for so long to strip my guitar back as much as possible to where I now have a single pickup, single knob, uh, shred shred machine, and. Uh, <laughs> That's it. 
There's um, new guitars that with the uh, you know how knobs have the pop in them now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's new I, guitars yeah. now that have volume, and you yeah. pop it, and then it's a tone. That's pretty cool. I want to do one of those. I want to do the the coil selector mod. That's very cool. To, to, you need to be able to do a single coil kind of thing. You need a pickup, a specific pickup to do that. Yeah. But that's pretty easy. You just need the pickup and the knob that allows right. you to do it. And then, like, yeah. you're off to the races. Yeah, I have a buddy that did it to one of his guitars a couple months ago. So I, I think once I'm ready for it, I think, it, I think it'll happen just pretty hit quickly. Him up. I think you should leave yeah. your guitar the way, the way it is. Yeah. And then get a Mustang with a humbucker in it. Dude, that's actually a good idea. And then have it with the snap so you can do the... I have a Mustang yeah. with a single coil in it, and but then also uh-huh. I have a rock machine. Yeah, yeah, that'd be dope. I really this song, um, my face. I actually remember sending this to you when the music video came out. Mm-hmm. And so this part, or I if think you sent this to me in 2016. Uh, yeah, I listened to five seconds of it and turned it off. Uh huh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I figured as much. I, you know what I feel like I sent you though was like the Instagram post of the music video coming out. So you may have heard the part that I was trying to tell you about, but like, I think out of the chorus into the verse, it's just like they hit a crash, and then the verse. I feel like the verse is either just singing with like a rung out chord, or like maybe vocals with. Let's see. It's just a drumless verse. Like, so crash out of the chorus into a drumless verse. Right. And I remember sending you that because at the time, we were, I feel like, not even really, I was going to say at the time we were like right, trying to write stuff together. I think we talked about trying to write stuff together at that time because I already moved. But um, anyway, I was like, we should do something like this part. Like, I like the transition of these parts here. Um and I would probably listen to five seconds of it. Yeah. And rolled my like, eyes. Cool. And I was like, okay. Uh-huh. But it's insane. Like, this is real life. Yeah. It's insane how much this podcast has changed my outlook on new music. Yeah. Because I, 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 I feel that, too. Like, I feel like in the beginning, I would, there was a couple things I was like, I'm not even going to try to toss some stuff like that. Or, like, I wonder, like, right. if... You know, certain stuff, and I was like, there's no way he's gonna like it. But even after the first couple of episodes, like, yeah, there was like a bunch of stuff that I was like, kind of iffy on if you'd be into it. And you were like, oh, yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah, it's what it really boils down to is I have to like give something the time of day. Right. I, for a long time, I was such an elitist that I was like, uh-huh. no. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna even give this a shot. I won't like it. Right. Yeah, at least just very confident in knowing what you enjoyed. Like, I, and I still am very confident in what I like. I'm just more open to, like, yeah, to click on something I've never heard before. Me too, honestly. And I feel like just for, listen to it. Yeah. For, like, years I was just very kind of locked into, like, kind of one kind of thing. And I feel like, um, and the past probably maybe, like, year or two I've just been kind of open to just about anything I think yeah we really have gone on quite the musical journey yeah for er, sure. at least I have uh-huh I don't know if you necessarily have 
I've def- there's definitely stuff you toss me that I, there's not a chance I'm listening to on my own. Like right, like or just not ha- not uh, on my radar at all to know to listen to that I that I end up enjoying. Yeah, th- I think more often I've started I've started listening to like a lot more hip hop. I think yeah. Yeah. Because after all of you sending me like stuff like this, I'm like, okay, well, if I like, I sincerely don't like some of this. Like, it it, uh-huh. it, it strikes me yeah, as yeah. not good. Uh huh. And I think that's okay for me to think, but then that right. leads me to be like, okay, well, if I really didn't like that, and it didn't like hurt my ears to listen to. Maybe uh-huh. I should try other stuff that I don't think I'll like. And then, like, right, right. it's so stupid. It's like a little kid not liking vegetables and then trying vegetables and going, oh, okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's so right. childish is what I think what I'm really boiling it down to. Uh-huh. I feel that. That's funny. Um, it's not even... So New York, California is your favorite one, right? I think it's one of those things where all of these songs strike me as the same a little bit. There there definitely is a couple, like, especially between the two releases that we're listening to, where, like, I was listening earlier and I was like, I listened to them back to back and I was like, they definitely re- recycled, like, a melody or a progression or something. Or there's, like, they have almost, like, a couple ballady type ones um, right. that feel ballad is probably a weird word for him but they end up feeling like a little a little similar um in tone uh their new stuff is pretty or not pretty different it sounds like a lot more kind of accessible worldly well-produced like more time in the studio probably more layers of playing and stuff um but i guess this this is the stuff that i know and it feels like more kind of definitely their sound where they're mm. i guess they only have one full length uh, yeah i listened full length i listened to that full length first okay what do you think of that one i listened to everything that they put out in reverse order uh-huh um and i definitely like the record more i feel like it's a more realized version of yes. their sound very much so it's like they they understand they understood what they wanted to accomplish going into uh-huh. writing a record and they accomplished that by the end where mm-hmm. these EPs seem more like they just wrote songs to write songs yeah and put them on an album and we're like I, okay ship it uh-huh right for sure yeah i think these first two or the first one at least is probably a year in yeah a year into them being a band and let's see next EP everyone's good at something is the year after that so yeah it's the first two years of the band um, so pretty early on yeah so it makes sense that they they understood what sound they wanted to go for because their yeah. sound sonically uh-huh. they're similar right from everything they've ever written it's kind of like this lo-fi yeah surf rock kind of like uh huh Pretty bare bones too. Like, like they play punk, as a three piece, and it's so, uh, they're sort of just like a punk 
punk band in a way. Yeah. Yeah. It, like if this came out in the like the late seventies, early eighties, people would be like, This is just a punk band. Mm-hmm. But sure. now now that we have all of these like qualifiers every- for genre. Yeah, now that everything is so subdivided, this would be like surf rock now. Yeah, yeah. Totally. Which is interesting. I, I feel like, um, yeah, like you said something about Waves. I, I forget if they like toured with Waves or like, I think there's like another band that Skeggs often tours with. I think Dune Rats. That's their, an associated act on, on Wikipedia. Dune Rats. And um, I think maybe Dune Rats toured with Waves. But Dude, that's way, such a good Doom Rock band name. Instead uh-huh. of Dune Rats, Doom yeah. Rats. That are you gonna take it? Nah, I'm not very good at Doom Rock. I probably would be okay yeah. at it if I tried, but go on. Um, but yeah, I feel like they're they're definitely part of like a community of of a sound or whatever. And I feel like they're like just a little smaller in that world than I would expect them to be. You know what I mean? Right. Um. This also says uh, um, on their Wikipedia that Skeggs made headlines after accusing U.S. rappers Reese and Lil Yachty of copying the cover art for that collaboration's single, Do It, from the band's 2015 EP. Let's see what that looks like. I feel like their album art is very, like, kind of childish looking, like, yeah. like flames go, and like as much as that is possible I'm gonna go on mm-hmm. a limb and say that neither of those artists have any idea who Skeggs is yeah right probably um it's I more likely there's... that they paid a graphic designer too much money oh geez to <laughs> make it <laughs> Look, this is this is very blatant shoot, if, it, shoot if, it over to the discord <laughs> yeah yeah one second this is insane. Is it stolen um, for sure? Stolen? It's stolen. Yes, it's stolen. Like there's no um, way that it's not stolen. Correct. Yeah, I'd be I'd be shocked. Um, right. I'd say at the very least, there this graphic designer um, this, the gra- stole it. Right. The gra- <laughs> Someone stole it. The graphic designer at least. It, Dude, wow. It's it's, co- it's copied. Huh? Like the wow. the flames are all they copy pasted it. They copy pasted it and changed the font inside. Yeah, holy shit, even like the <laughs> like all the points on the flames are exactly the same. Yeah. Wow. That you know like they the, holy shit, bro. They just went in with the fucking with the eraser tool and erased skeg. That's hilarious. And they dude. just typed They didn't in, even make not even They a didn't cool even font. make their they just they no. Used, they used like fucking it times looks like new four Roman. different it looks like four different fonts for each letter and do it. Hey, they um, stole that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to uh, go with. So this graphic. is do it by Reese and Lil Yachty. Look that up and then look up 50 pushups for a dollar. Yeah. That's that's funny. very stolen. That's hilarious. I'm going to go out on a limb and say the graphic designer. Was yeah, yeah. Just yeah. like nobody in the scene will ever have any. Fucking yeah. Clue. Just kind of just in touch with what's going on in other worlds of music or whatever and like I'm just gonna lift this cause yeah, that's yeah, nobody will uh, ever notice one year into an Australian surf punk band's career like yeah 
Liliati is gonna, you know, he's gonna have more eyes on his for sure. Dude, speaking of rappers, uh huh, have you seen this Travis Scott McDonald's meal meme that's going on right now? So. What's uh, the just, deal? Just for the frame of reference for anybody who's listening to this, being like, these guys are late to the party. It is uh-huh. September 13th, 2020. Yeah, uh, so it's been the last couple days, that, that, you know. So I guess Travis Scott has a meal at Burger King. At McDonald's. That's so obnoxious sorry. to me. And uh-huh. there are just memes aplenty. Uh-huh. But if you think about it, so like, let's boil this down really quick. How cool would it be to have a sandwich named after you at, like, your favorite local sandwich spot? Right. Yeah. Super cool. It's that times a fucking million. That's kind of crazy, yeah. I guess it's not that obnoxious. I don't know. I guess I don't have much of an opinion on it. It, But it's just the memes that are coming out of it are so ridiculous. It's just, Uh like, white kids in bape shirts. Right. (laughs) Pulling up to the fucking drive-through, blasting oh sicko mode, being like, uh-huh. you know why I'm here. There's, t- <laughs> there's totally like those types of dudes who will come to come to the store, and like the store I work at, and like um, have zero clue who any of the t-shirts are actually of. Or <laughs> looking, yeah, well, look, that's it. looking for a vintage shirt for the sake of buying a vintage shirt. Right, because they saw somebody else wear, uh, you know, a Pink Floyd shirt. So they're like, oh, do you have any Pink Floyd? Yeah, and it's like, yeah. They're looking for a Ride the Lightning shirt. Uh Uh-huh. Which, and it's funny because, like, as as a kid, I feel like we talked about this before, actually. But, like, you know, you're not supposed to wear shirts of bands if you didn't go to the show or if you don't. If you don't listen to them or whatever, yep. that's different now. It's it's a it's it a does, new world. Yeah, it doesn't fucking matter. No, but also there is like just some people that are just like super obnoxious, like that, like the kids in the meme pictures, and you're like, oh geez, like yeah, the, the rack you want is right there. The, we, have a, we have a certain rack for those guys. That's so funny. It's like yeah, we we know what you're looking for. Here you go. You don't uh-huh. want a Limp Biscuit 1994 uh, <laughs> fucking tour I, shirt. I love that I, I showed you that one Limp Bizkit shirt that one time, and now anytime you bring up the story, you're like, yeah, the Limp Bizkit shirt. Because that was such a funny shirt. It would be, That's a good one. You know it would be a sick shirt that probably exists? Uh-huh. A, a Britney Spears uh, yeah. also in sync shirt. I want that. I want, oh, the split. <laughs> I, for the split. I, it's so ridiculous that that was the first split I ever owned. Uh huh. Right. That's now that is core, dude. That is core. How sick would it be if there was a shirt split directly down the middle on one uh-huh. side a Britney Spears shirt, on the other side an Instinct shirt, like a cut and sew. Right, but very. That'd 90s. be kind of cool. That'd be dope, dude. I'd really like it. Also, if you come across any double XL uh, Ride the Lightning Metallica shirts, let me know. Uh huh. All right. All right. We'll do. Um. Yeah, well, we just uh, finished up those two albums, so we've come to the part of the show where we could end it or we could talk in circles. (laughs) (laughs) I could could just ramble for a while. Um, Uh, Well, I guess we could get down to me giving you what I want to give you, and that'll give us a little bit to talk about for a minute. Um, Let's try that. 
So speaking of earlier in the episode, I was like, you know, I was talking about how I was more open to like just picking an album, turning it on and being like, what, what's the hype? Let me figure right. out what the hype is. Uh huh. What's everybody making noise about this album for? Right. So, uh, are you aware of, uh, Joji? I'm aware of Joji. Yes. Uh, he, the the creator of Filthy Frank, but also just some of the saddest music recently. Uh huh. Yes, he also has the the pink guy. He's also per- yeah. persona pink guy. I'm is, now seeing that's a separate artist. I thought that was just like a bit he did or something. No, but. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a that's a completely separate artist. But it okay. It's him. It's the same guy. So gotcha. Filthy Frank. Um. Pink guy and Joji are all the same guy. Okay. But Filthy Frank is more of just like an internet personality. Uh-huh. But he, I think he has since killed Frank off. Okay, he's gone. Because it, uh, Frank... Because he does he do like video... Is he a yeah, video guy? Funny, yeah. Funny guy? YouTube funny guy. The clown or something? It, <laughs> it just... The Filthy Frank persona was so problematic. Oh, gotcha. It was just like... A little edge lordy. Yeah, he was just like doing shit that was just too much. Uh-huh. And so I think he just kind of killed him off. And then Pink Guy even is like a little much. And he's since kind of stopped making Pink Guy music. Gotcha. But I'm just saying that this is something that I checked out. I'm not at all saying this is what I'm giving you. Oh, okay. But so... Got through, threw me for a loop there. So what happened was I was listening to Joji and I was like, gotcha, gotcha. I was like, oh, this is interesting. I don't hate this music that was born from the internet as much as I thought I would. Uh Uh-huh. And so then I was like, who else is just a gigantic meme that I've never given the chance because Uh they're a gigantic meme? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that led me to Oliver Tree. Okay, Oliver Tree. So, the, yeah, the other day you mentioned this guy, and you were kind of like, I feel like you'd like this. So Oliver Tree put out a record, which is basically just a collection of his singles, as far as I can tell. Okay. Called Ugly is Beautiful. Sure. Okay, yeah, first album. The rest of it looks like singles, like you said. Yeah, it's just all singles. I think there's like maybe like one, two song thing in there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I listened to this record and I thought he was like a rapper. Cool. Uh-huh. But it's way more like exactly what it says in the editor's notes, alt pop rock. Alt pop rock. All right, sure. With accent- I'll take it. like everything's based on like some weird eccentric fantasy too. It's like huh. You can tell that it's all written from the heart and like he's talking yeah. a-, a lot of it is ideals that like the guy behind Oliver Tree it like right Oliver Tree is the guy but the yeah. persona that you see generally is a character that he's created called Turbo okay with the windbreaker and the bowl cut and the stuff. windbreaker the bowl cut the red glasses the gigantic Janko jeans uh-huh. that's a character that he calls Turbo imagine committing to that yeah that bowl cut's real I've yeah, watched yeah. enough videos and seen it move around enough to uh-huh. tell you that it's real. 
Yeah. Zach says funny. he thinks at one point early on it was a wig, and then he just committed and made uh-huh. the bowl cut like his thing. But gotcha. This record is is really good. There is your fair share of like goofy Beastie Boys esque white kid rapping parts. Dope. Love it. But there's an equal amount of acoustic guitar with like beatbox drums behind it. Really? With him just kind of like singing sad. That's kind of cool. This, yeah, it sounds like this right up my alley. So I think I, I think you're gonna listen to this and be like, yes, I do in fact like this. Uh huh. Cool, dude. One like final that. thing before we sign off. Uh huh. A few weeks ago. Yes. We did the Taylor Swift episode. Yeah, T Swift. Phoebe generally doesn't listen to the podcast. Uh huh. Uh huh. And as sad as that makes me, that's the truth. Uh huh. But she did. Happens, you know? She did listen to that one because she wanted to see how much of her ideas I stole. Uh huh. Because I talked to her about the album a lot and she talked to me about the album a lot. And and what it really boils down to is I think I gave her enough credit. However, sure. a lot of my thoughts uh-huh. on that episode were her thoughts. They come from, yeah, having a conversation with her about it. Correct. I've dealt with this before. Now, beside that, uh-huh. Eric mentioned Phoebe Bridgers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You've you've had somewhat of girlfriend. a Yeah, you've had somewhat of a uh like a uh, like a fascination recently. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you get it, yeah. Um. Yeah. I really have dove in. Um. The past couple days, I, I watched a set of hers, and I, it's it's all over now. I'm different now. I'm a different man. Um. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, Phoebe listened to the to Phoebe Bridgers stuff, and she's like, cool, vibing it hard. Yeah. Yeah. Sick. So. That's I, so cool. Dude. I figured I'd tell you that. That's so. Uh-huh. It's, it's also just hilarious to me that that's something. It's yeah. not even something that we talked about. That's not even music that we talked about. That's just music yeah. that was like, like just a one-off comment. We like, like oh, that's kind of. We similar. like glazed over it real quick. You were like, yeah, uh, uh, yeah, yeah. The yeah, music yeah. that she makes is, uh, yeah, sort of similar. Like a sort of similar uh-huh. vibe. Yeah. And then she took the time to be like, okay, well, what is this? Yeah, yeah. That's hilarious. There was also. Um, yeah, I like I like to hear when people are uh, getting something out of the pod. I agree. There was a, a, a listener who who listened to the Oasis episode, just nice. kind of uh, you know, just because, and then they became a, a large a large Oasis head directly after, which I was stoked on. That's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah just really blowing up our own egos right now. Well, anyways. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, this has been the Nobody's Listening to Music Podcast. I've been Andrew. And been you keep taking See you. All the love from me.